Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Got some good things coming up with the church we're excited about, so kind of want to put that a little bit in. I know you laughed at me almost six months ago when Ben and Jim came up, which they're going to come up in two weeks, so I wanted two weeks to announce. They're going to come up in two weeks, and they're going to announce and go over everything of way you all have so graciously given, the different things that we're going to do in the property that we're moving into. So that's two weeks from today. And today I want to touch on a little bit, don't laugh at me now, <laughs> but about, I'm already looking at the second phase, so we're, <laughs> we're going to touch on that in a minute, but let's pray. Lord, we're just so grateful that we can be in your place to hear from you, to know that you're real, to know that no matter what anybody's watching, the hundreds of people that watch here later in the week or the people here today, that you've blessed them by just being willing to listen to your word. Lord, may your Holy Spirit, may people see other people in the way you want us to, in Jesus' name, amen. You know, you all know I have this pet peeve. And this pet peeve is anytime at the grocery store, anytime at any store, and you're weaning around a corner, somebody's there, oh, excuse me, right? They don't look up. They don't do anything. And you know what I decided I'm going to do? I'm just going to start talking to myself the next time. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Hey, it's okay. Good. Good to see you. Hey, are you doing all right? And see what happens. I don't know if this, does this happen to, I, at the gas station or... I don't know what it is, but we're living in a society today. I want you to get this as we begin, and we're going to look at God's word. We're living in a society today that we don't see people. We do not see people. And all we're looking at, either staring into space or looking at those screens, whatever, phone, computer, whatever it is. As a believer, we are called to be different. We are called to be what God's word says right here. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14, you are the light, you, you today, a believer. You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all those who are in the house. Jesus' command. So, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. You know, there's a couple different ways that the light works in there. And it reminded me when I grew up and thankful to the Lawson Foundation and the church that I grew up, uh, many of you don't know this, but the Lawson Foundation was established at the temple where I grew up, 
Norman Franny established that Lawson Foundation when Norm's uh, father, who started, and mom, started all the Lawson stores uh, here in, in Akron, Summit County. And uh, he was, J.J. Lawson was a very good friend of my grandfather, so he gave a lot of money to the church. And very sad it happened after Lawson's store was really at its height. They were going around Smith Road out in uh, Fairlawn, and a drunk driver came around and killed them both instantly. And that was years ago. Norm and his family and his brothers took over the business. I was, if you can go back and you can look at all up in um, the newspapers, clippings. And so Norm uh, talked to my dad and said, hey, we want to start a foundation for missions. And one of the foundations is because my dad loved to fly, was he was going to buy the church a plane at the time, not, one, not a $20 million jet that you see today. It's $20,000 at the time, I think, was a pretty good chunk. But anyways, so my dad could fly all around practically the world in it. I went so many places growing up. People say, Dallas, why don't you want to go do a lot of stuff? They, all I did growing up was go to revivals, go hear my dad preach, go all over the world. I mean, this is unbelievable. And I didn't, I don't, I love that I don't mind it, but I, anyway, so my point is this. I grew up in, a, in that twin engine Aztec. And he did a lot of, through that foundation, did a lot of amazing things all over the United States and the world for Jesus. It's very interesting, though, about flying a small plane. When you're in a small plane, there, there's so many different dynamics. You can feel the flaps. You understand what's going on with the tail, all the wind that's involved, everything that goes on from the landing gear, all those different things. But the most important thing to understand is the two aspects of it. It's always the takeoff and the landing and your speed. Your speed was so important, depending on the wind, depending on it was raining out, all those different things. But what was involved was the speed on how you were taking off and pulling back or how you were pushing up, all the different dynamics that went in that. And it so spoke to me about this point because there's two aspects here. We as a church are light. And somewhat in a brighter, faster way that it happens, if you can say it in that way, is that as we go into where we're going into, and that's where we're headed into this new facility, and God's, I see it. I just know what's getting ready to happen. That God is going to do some great things there. But I want us to always know this. Always know that we see people. Can't wait to get the building remodeled. Can't wait to, you know, do what we're going to do. And, and, but you hear me talk about this food pantry we want to set up. And we're going to talk about all the, the, the kit for single moms and, and kids that need diapers and strollers and all those things. I just see it. I know it's going to happen. We have to see people. But you have to go at a certain speed. Our society today is going way too fast, way too fast. I know you don't mean to be. I don't mean to be. We are all, everybody's so busy. Can we take something out of our life? I don't know what it is. I don't know what you do to slow it down a little bit to where you see people. 
And I really believe when it says there's two different kinds of speed. We're going to be this huge light city church over there on that hill by Derby Downs, and, and we're looking forward to it. And that's collectively. There's a speed that goes on there, okay? Church service, everything that happens. But I want to talk about this today, which is so important. Jesus said, I want you to be a light to the world, which I believe we will be. But the most important thing that we will do is what you will do with people, some of people that you're really close to, really close to, that I will never know. There are some people that I know that you know me and that I'm really close to that you'll never know. So what we have to do where the scripture says that we read, when it gets to that house, the Bible says, verses 15 and 16 again, nor do they light a lamp, put it under a basket, put it under a lampstand, and it gives light to all that are in the house. You know what that really means? It really means to anyone that's in close proximity to you. In other words, so it doesn't have to be your actually house, house. When you light your light, when you go into the world, will you see people and will they feel that warmth and see that light, which is what? Well, it's verse 16. Let your light so shine before men, people, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. We pull back, and just the same as you land, it's like coasting. And you just touch the ground and you're on the ground. But you have to know where you're at, the speed that you're at. You say, what, what do you really mean with that, Dallas? What I mean with that is this. Do you ever see, I don't want to get anybody sending me an email, so let me just say this. Did you ever see, you know, the street corners where the preachers are out telling people they're dying and going to hell? No, 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 right? How did Jesus do it? He went to the religious people of the day that knew who he was. But he sat with the sinners and talked with it one-on-one. This preaching and yelling and screaming and the internet, which you see all over the internet and all that stuff, I really don't think it, it does that good. I, I know God's word never comes back void. I know if there's a verse that goes out there, I believe it'll stick in that person. But I believe that there's a way that we can be so effective that we see people. It was so evident to me this week. I, uh, it just hit me kind of hard, but... I was talking about a certain situation. I always go to the same smoothie place and all these really sweet girls work there in their 20s. They're all working or in, or in college or something. And, and, uh, and we kind of have a little rapport and, and, and I knew a couple of them. And so just from coming in there all the time. Now here's, here's the catch, you ready? Doesn't work in a place of business or restaurant unless you tip right. You got that? I really want you to get that. Christians have a bad, bad reputation. A lot of waitresses, you know, used to not want to work Sunday afternoon. So, just a little commercial there. Okay, back. 
So I always like 20% or always doing whatever, even though I get it to go. And sometimes it's more and whatever. So why? Because it's effective. It's effective so they may see something, see something in you and me where the Bible says God's word always be ready. I'm just screaming, you always be ready. Think of an answer. So I'm going back and forth to this girl, really sweet girl. And she goes, oh, yeah. And now I, I have this rapport with her for now because she opened up to me. Yeah, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to even verbalize, but she's, she's real sweet. And she says, uh, yeah, eight years ago, my mom had brain cancer. <laughs> and it caught me so off guard because she's got this big smile on her face, you know. And, uh, man, and I just thought Dallas, us, they're everywhere. People in our world today that are 35 years and younger struggle more with one thing than anything else, and it is anxiety. What in the world are we living in? Always be ready to give an answer for the hope that is in you. It doesn't matter where you're at. Slow down and see everyone around us. And it is amazing. Now, here's how it works. What, is it, what does that light do that's in the house? You know, you guys laugh at me all the time how cold I am, you know. I love heat, you know, I'm like that desert lizard, you know, out on that rock, you know. Just, just let me, I don't care. I never hardly use my hair to me anyways. When people are drawn to the light, they feel the heat. In other words, they feel the Holy Spirit. You're different. I want you to know that today, that we forget enough in the world that we live in today with all the people that are around us, we are different. We're called to be different. And what that warmth does, how does warmth work? How does it work? Well, you got a thermostat, you go over, and if it's cold in the room, you kick it up, right? So, it's the same way. Do not be frustrated. Don't be. If you have people around you that you really see and you want them to come to Jesus, most of the time, it's going to take a while. And it might be some close family members. I don't know. But just know when they feel this supernatural light and warmth that's only around you because you're one of the only believers that are around them, it's going to be effective. But what's so important that we add on to this, that that's why I put this, just a couple more verses. In Matthew chapter, chapter 10 and verse 20, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 10 and verse 42. So as we do this and as we see people and you, you take that step and you do whatever it is, to be a witness and to help that person. It's not effective unless we do this. 
And whoever gives one of these little ones only a cup of cold water in the name of the disciple, or in other words, in the name of Jesus, as I surely say to you, shall no wise mean lose his reward. Give Jesus the credit. Don't want to quite say, I just wanted to do that. Yeah, you know, that's fine. I always say, hey, you know what? That's from the Lord. Whatever. And you know what else? I'll say, hey, Jesus wanted you to have that today. You got to do it. Because that's, that just takes that flame and shoots it up into heaven. If we don't do that, in the name of Jesus, when we see those people, that's a great thing that you did something or I did something. The world's not doing that today. But to make it work for eternity, you have to put Jesus in the middle of it. That's the way it works. That's all we got to do. I don't need to belabor the point. I need to go give you other illustrations or examples. It just works that way. Just remember, you never know. Just as that waitress, that girl that waited on me. We do not know this week why Jesus will put you right in front of that person that you're there. Just be aware of it. See. See people. Let me look at this last verse. I want to reference back to what I did at the middle of the message again about young people today about 35 and under. What's more powerful, the most powerful, the greatest weapon, the most effective thing that you could ever do is in a kind way that you leave them a verse. I always try, I, I might not do it all the time, but I try and if it's somewhere fast, I try and think of a verse for what's happening and pop it in there. Why? God's word never comes back void. Never. Ever, 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 ever. So here's a great verse for those that you know, and maybe I don't know where you're at. I don't know who you're around, but all of us are around young people. All of us are around so many people today that are so stressed. See them say, hey, I got, I got a great verse for you. And here's a verse we'll close with today. You say, you know what God's word says? You know what the Bible says? I, I love this verse. You can just talk to them in that way and say, in Isaiah 26, verses 3 and 4, you will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you. Because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in Yahweh, in the God Almighty, the Lord is everlasting strength. You will keep him in perfect peace. What has happened to our world today? Jesus is not being shown anywhere in the world, not too many places. And look at the turmoil that we see 
everywhere from the United States to China to Russia to South America. There's no peace because the Prince of Peace isn't there. Know that if you're willing to take that and see people and, and just share that with them, it's in there. It, it might not happen for six months, but they're going to know that as you glorified God in heaven and you gave him the credit for where you are, the where I am, it is amazing. And it might take months and it might take years, but it will happen. All Jesus wants us to do today, all Jesus wants City Church to do in the future, no matter how big we get, no matter how great the building's gonna be and redo the parking lot, all these different things, everything we're gonna do and all these ideas I have, yeah, that's great. We gotta see people. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed. And you know, Jesus tells us in his word, if you're watching today, in the book of Romans, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know, that's who we are. That's what we do. And um, is we're here to give hope. And if you don't know Jesus as your savior, starts there you're watching for a reason because you you're hurting and you want the peace that only Jesus can give so isn't it great to know that I can share with you no matter who you are no matter where you are in life for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord Jesus says shall be saved so all I have to do is by faith right now pray with me and ask Jesus to come into your heart to be your Lord and Savior pray this prayer Jesus I don't understand everything but I do believe that you're God's only son that died on the cross for all of my sins shed your perfect blood for me for the remission of sin you covered all of it Jesus right now I ask you to come into my heart forgive me for all my sins save me thank you for giving me eternal life in heaven and from this day forward help me to live by your resurrection power Jesus, we thank you. We will never know till eternity what you do all over the airways. But we're right here right now. As Ben leads us, if there's someone here who doesn't know you as their savior, may a friend bring a friend or a family member and I can lead them to you. We ask it, the power of your name, Prince of Peace, in Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. 
you no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his Son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.